0: Hi, this is Sasha Palladino, the creator and executive producer of Miles from Tomorrowland on Disney Junior, and you're listening to the Great Big Beautiful Podcast, and it is beautiful. Have you ever been to Disneyland? Affirmative. That was definitely an e-ticket. I can't believe all the new gadgets they've got now. For a while, we
1: didn't even have a house phone, not to mention laser discs, high-def TV. You are listening to The Great Big Beautiful Podcast. This week on the show... We got into C.J. Leno's car collection, and and I didn't expect him to be there, but he gave us like a three-hour tour of... Personal tour. Personal tour of his car collection, and at the end of it, we were like, you know, Jay, we have this character, he's a, he's a he's a race announcer, and before we could even finish the sentence, he started doing the voice, you know? He was like, I'm Billy Beagle here, blah, 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 you know? Oh, that's and said, great. It and he said, you're fired, <laughs> <laughs> you're fired.
2: Here are your hosts, Jamie Green and Justin Connors. So it's getting closer and closer. Do we know the release date yet of when the new DuckTales is coming, have they said?
0: I don't think they've released a uh, a uh, exact date. I just right. know it's, it's, it's here year sometime.
2: I that's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> no, it's not all I'm thinking about. But <laughs> um, I told Hannah about it a couple weeks ago, and she was. She, I was like, "Hannah, Ducktales," and she looks at me and she goes, "Dad, what's Ducktales?" And that that was a moment where I just like. Ugh. I failed as a father. Yeah, <laughs> it drains. So that means you don't know. That means you don't know uncle scrooge and swimming in the m- i mean she knows uncle scrooge but she doesn't understand what the show is right <laughs> it's on dvd you can probably get them from the library or something oh i know believe me I've, i have plans ducktales darkwing duck we're gonna do a marathon
0: yeah i i've we've started a few of those um surprise like we we've started watching darkwing and they liked it mm-hmm. uh, and uh they liked rescue rangers yeah that's a good one that was one of my favorites Um, you know, and that show, I think of all of them probably holds up the least for us now. Right. You watch it now and you're like, Oh God,
2: what is this? Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, um, yeah, they really liked it. There's a few episodes specifically with Zoe, like she just wants to watch that one episode again and again. I was like, you know, we've got like four DVDs full of these shows. You don't have to watch that one episode.
2: But some, something that is amazing about those shows, though, is every single. Think about the theme songs for every single one of them. You hear oh, yeah. it once, it's in your head for days. Oh
0: yeah, like, and like today, like like thirty years
2: hurricane. later. You know what I mean? Like
0: thirty years later, we don't even need somebody to be no. like,
2: "What? Well, how did that start again?" We could exactly. all just like
0: immediately the sing it. Ju- 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 ju-
2: yeah. yeah. Oh yeah.
0: What an earworm that song was. I know.
2: I, I just sang it, and now it's in your head. <laughs> Ooh, that's how it works. So we're talking to some people that are pretty connected in the Disney animated universe today. Well, You're talking to them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, I'm talking to Rob Leduca and Mark Seidenberg, who uh, you you may not know their names, but um, they're the EPs, the the executive producers um, for the new Mickey Mouse show on Disney Junior. So Mm -hmm. it's Mickey and the Roadster Racers, which is uh, the brand new show. It's, kind of a replacement for Mickey Mouse Clubhouse um, which they're not making anymore so this is like the the new show with that classic gang same same general look and feel but the the conceit of this show is that they um Mickey is a mechanic and like they all they run this big garage together okay. and they've all got these these cars that transform into racers when they want to have a race and so every episode <laughs> they've got some kind of a race of some sort and then it's not like cars like they're racing in a loop Um you know, like they, I, I saw one episode where they were just racing after a runaway meatball, you know, so it's like, <laughs> it's very much a Disney Junior show. It's a lot of fun, though. Like if, if your kids like uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, they're going to love this show, too. But Rob and Mark have a, the reason we were talking about the classic Disney afternoon is because um, both of them have been with Disney for a long time and both of their careers sort of stretch back to that time. They've, they've worked on DuckTales and Rescue Rangers yep. and Cup of Bears and. And, uh, and lots of stuff since. so it was, it, was awesome. a, it was a good
2: conversation, I think. Awesome. So we're going to go play that conversation for you right now. Hope you
0: enjoy. Um, I wanted to just start off by asking, I was wondering where the concept for the show originally came from.
1: Well, let's see. We've, we've worked with Mickey before. Right. We love working with Mickey and the characters. And we just thought, you know, if if we're going to age it up a bit, we, I loved cars from, from when I was, uh, pretty small and, uh, sort Mark. And, uh, and we just started, you know, toying with the idea of, you know, uh, you know, if they each have their own cars, they would, they should, you know, then, uh, then they could have their own personalities kind of almost imprinted on the cars. And we were talking about the idea that, uh,
3: Maybe it would be fun to make their cars turn into hot rods. And we, well, we could have races. That would be a lot of fun. We've, we, haven't, we haven't played with Mickey as a race car driver. That would be fun to see what would happen. Yeah. So we, we came up with uh, Mickey's Garage, and we said, that's where we started. Let's design what would Mickey's Garage look like. Mm-hmm. And from there, we started to design the cars based on all the characters'
1: personalities. Yeah, Mickey's, Mickey has a classic American kind of hot rod you know, so because he's the classic American character. Um, and then Goofy,
3: we wanted him to have a Goofy car, so what better car than a car made out of a bathtub? The bathtub. I mean, with
1: a with working it, shower. It could have transformed into anything, and of course he wanted a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> with a rubber ducky gear shift, <laughs> uh, So he can take a bath while he's racing, and get two things done at once. It makes no sense, but Goofy loves it. <laughs> uh, that's Rini's kind of his, car, defining, you
0: know, that's his defining trait, right? He makes no sense, but we love him anyway.
1: Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Minnie's car, you know, she's classy, she's classy and elegant and, you know, uh, everything that, you know, uh, so every, so we thought, what kind of car? And there were these very elegant looking cars, uh, French, uh, cars from the thirties called the Delahaye that looked almost like a bow. When we started to look at car collections, Mm -hmm. you know, we, uh, we were like, wow, that looks just, that could definitely be Minnie's car. Yeah. You know, the fenders look like a bow. So, we took that design cue. And then Donald, he's a sailor, so we gave him the cabin cruiser, which is
3: basically a boat on wheels. Yeah. And then uh, Daisy loves flowers, so we thought it'd be fun to give her a, a smoking dragster that we call Snapdragon.
0: <laughs> we're, the show feels, I mean, the, the conceit of the show feels um, like you guys must have grown up with wacky races and shows like that. Were, were, were uh, you fans of that show when you were younger? Yeah, and, of course there was yeah. that
1: show. There was also a, 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 the the great race with Tony Curtis yeah. and uh you know that that was a great movie. I loved anything mechanical, you know, anything, you know, uh, you know, even Mad 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 World, you mm-hmm. know. I, I mean, those were all just fun movies, yeah. you know, and fun, you know. Yeah. Fun yeah. things and the New York car show always had um, you know, lots of experimental cars. Which you know we we looked at you know when we designed this show. Yeah,
0: I mean you mentioned uh, this is not your first first big show with these characters. You're both seasoned vets with the characters at this point, and you've spent a lot of time on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. When you sat down to develop this show, though, Roads to Racers. What elements of that previous show did you want to keep intact? I mean, you knew you were going to be going well, in a different direction, but what did you want to keep?
1: Well, well the personality. Yeah, yeah. the I mean, personality. I mean, really, it's about it's about Mickey and his relationship with the with his gang of friends, Mickey and Minnie's relationship, Donald and Daisy's, how they all get together with you know Pluto and Goofy, you know. I mean, that's really the core of our show. Yeah. You know, I mean, that is the most important thing that we saw to keep because that was Walt's original vision. Mm-hmm. I mean, back
3: when we were doing Clubhouse, we really, we looked at all those early shorts with Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, and Minnie, and Daisy. Mm -hmm. And their characters haven't really changed that much from the way they were back in the 30s and the 40s. But now they live in a modern world that we call Hot Dog Hills. And it's still the same personality behind the wheel. You know, Goofy's still Goofy. Donald's still that rascal, you know, Mm -hmm. who has a (laughs) tempered little uh, tempered Problem.
0: <laughs> how, I mean, how much freedom do you have with the characters? I know Disney keeps keeps them fairly under under strict lock and key. You know, those are those are the classic characters. You don't you can't mess with Mickey too much. But you guys have been in the sandbox for a long time, and you've proven yourselves that you you're true to the characters. But how much freedom, and have you ever run up against any ideas that you wanted to do and were just nixed for for whatever reason?
1: No, we're you know I mean we're I think we're our own you know police on, on, yeah. on that, you know, we're, we, we don't want, we don't, we, we push their personalities, but yeah. we don't like push them to the point where, you know, uh, Mickey's going to do horrible things or, you know, uh, that kind of thing. It just wouldn't be true to his character. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we, uh, so, so there's no one really policing us except ourselves.
3: Yeah. yeah. And, and the stories that we're telling are all fun stories for
1: For everybody, your kids and their families. It's like taking the classic cartoons and expanding it into the modern world, how we view it.
0: I mean, it's interesting, though, because you guys have been involved with a lot of a lot of episodes and a lot of stories involving these same characters. So how do you keep that storytelling fresh? You know, I mean, obviously setting them in a different environment will help, but you're still the same characters and the same personalities interacting with one another. How do you keep everything fresh?
1: Well, we steal ideas. No. <laughs> no. Actually,
3: uh, you know, sometimes a lot of stories just come from our own personal experiences. Like one of uh, the people on our crew was telling me about going miniature golfing, you know, with his kids. And we thought, gee, let's do a story with uh, the gang
1: going golfing. Yeah. And, and we'll have golf tournament. And then, you know, and and... Just to keep it with the classic twist, you know, there's a there's a a, the wily gopher that you know gets involved when they're trying to you know uh, get a hole in one or you know that kind of thing.
3: Yeah, and there there were people, a lot of people on our crew talk about their pets all the time, and so we thought, why don't we have a race where it's just owners and their pets? So it's Mm -hmm. Mickey and Pluto and Pete and Butch, and it's all within a race. But within the race, the pets have to stop and do a little. Pet challenge before
1: you can move ahead to the next, you know, leg of the race. And we have a lot of characters, so I mean, they they lend themselves to multiple stories. Yeah. You know, there's the, you know, you you go into a Goofy's past or Goofy's, you yeah. know, we yeah. had you know, Goofy's grandfather on on the, yeah. on Clubhouse.
3: Yeah, we the the stories really stem from the characters themselves. One of there's the... always one character that we're following in a story.
0: Yeah. One of the most impressive things I've noticed about um, the Disney Junior shows and whether it's Miles from Tomorrowland or Jake or Clubhouse or now this show is that the guest stars that you guys manage to attract. And and this show is no exception. You've got Jay Leno and Jeff Gordon, Tim Gunn, a whole bunch of people that that Mm -hmm. might not necessarily be known for their voice work, but are known for doing other things. And how do you go about choosing those people or do they just come knocking on your door and say, please, 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 please let me be in, involved in this.
3: Well, well what's well, funny. I mean, I, I just with, want to mention about Jay. About Jay Leno, You know, yeah. um, we created a character who was going to be a race announcer and we wanted this race announcer to be like a thousand more times ambitious than any ESPN, you know, race <laughs> announcer that you would ever see.
1: But we didn't really and, know who. Yet. Yeah. And, uh, and then we, uh, uh, we we were we were trying to see as many car collections as we could when we were developing the show, and uh, we got in to see Jay Leno's car collection and he gave us the tour. Nice. Uh, he you know which which shocked us you know he we we had spoken to him on the phone and we said we'd love to see your car collection we're doing a show and he was like oh I love Disney and I love uh, you know uh, because I'm, i I'd love to help you guys out because uh, so we set a date. And I didn't expect him to be there, but yeah. he gave us like a three-hour tour. Of personal his, tour. Personal tour of his car collection. And at the end of it, we were like, you know, Jay, we have this character. He's a, he's a he's a race announcer. You know, would you have any interest in, and before we could even finish the sentence, he started doing the voice. You know, it was like, I'm Billy Beagle here, blah, 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 blah. You know. Oh, that's and he said, great. He said, you're hired. You're <laughs> <laughs> <"Here in laughs> hired. <higher." laughs> so
3: so sometimes it happens like that. <laughs> and what's really great is that, you know, Jay comes in from the get-go, a thousand percent energy. He was he was amazing, yeah. and he hasn't stopped being amazing.
1: Yeah, it's, it's and we a, have a we have a guy on our crew who grew up in Indiana and around the Indy Five Hundred, you know, racers and, and and everything. And he was like, you know, we got to get some of the. He goes, his family knew some of the drivers, and uh, and and he was like, you know, you really should get one of the, you know, Jeff Gordon or you know, uh, um, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. And we got them both. So yeah, so uh, and 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 he had a personal request for Danica, uh, and uh, so she came in and did a voice. I mean, we, we even included her dog in the in the show. Oh so.
2: really?
3: <laughs> and then
1: when we came up with the idea of we wanted a a, a,
3: a travel critic, we thought you know it would be really fun to get Tim Gunn to do it because yeah. he's so good at you know critiquing things, and he. He said yes right away, and he's been having a great time doing this. Yeah. What I love about Tim is that when he comes to recordings, he's dressed just impeccably. Of course. You know, in a
1: suit and tie, he's really fun. It's like you're in California, relax. <laughs> <laughs> you know, wear a, wear a Hawaiian shirt. I think that is relaxing for him. <laughs> I think that is. Yeah. You're right. <laughs>
0: I have to ask though about uh, Jay Leno's garage. Is is it as impressive as it looks when you
1: see the video? Oh, oh it, it is. is absolutely the ultimate toy store. He has oh, three
3: hundred cars, Ugh. and he literally has a story for every car. Yeah. So when he took us around, it was about a two hour tour. He was just he was not only telling the story about the car, but he was starting some of them up for us to show yeah. us how the like the steam engine. Every cars.
1: car is ready to just for him to just take out of the garage and drive. You know, he's got a, a, a crew of mechanics, Wait, you know, like fixing up cars constantly and, yeah. you know, finding parts and building parts. He can make his own parts. And the garage is beautifully decorated with all these uh, old-time
3: racing posters and yeah. just
1: uh, model model cars. At the, the end place. of the tour, I just have to tell you this, sorry, because it, it excites me. <laughs> but uh, he uh, at the end of the tour, he was like, you know, if you guys have a few minutes... He goes. They're bringing in one of my cars I had custom built. He goes, and and I'll you know pull it off the flatbed for you. It's the tank car. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> and he had a car built. It's a basically a hot rod with two tank engines what? that he raced in the desert. It's on one of his shows, uh, Jay Leno's Garage, and it is the coolest thing you've ever seen and heard. I mean, this thing was loud.
0: That's incredible. <laughs> and he raced
1: a Sherman tank I think yeah, in the yeah. desert. So yeah, we saw him pull this monster off the car. Oh, uh, Jamie, the one of the one of the fun, another fun
3: thing about Jay is when he comes to re- the the our recording sessions, each time he brings in a different car. So you know, like one <laughs> week he'll bring it, he'll he'll drive up in a World War II jeep, or the, the next week it'll be a Model T Ford, or you know, another the week an steam, the,
1: yeah. the steam engine, yeah, steam engine one. Yeah, what he's got life. an electric car from what 1915. <laughs> yeah, oh, it, it, it's I could go on and on. But <laughs> well, we saw some other great car collections too, like George Barris, who designed the uh, the the, the monkey's car and the Munster's Bat- car, the Bat- Batmobile. Yeah. Um, he still had a lot of his cars, you know, tucked away. So we got to see those. And we saw a collection of Big Daddy Roth's cars. You know, Big Daddy Roth was a a hot rod
3: designer back in the 60s. Yeah, he did a
1: character called Rat Fink, also, yeah. which, was, which was great for 60s, yeah.
0: Do you have any, yeah. um, I mean, you, you guys have already, the show is just starting and you've already managed to get these incredible uh, voices, people to come in and, and do voices. Um, do you have any dreams out there? You know, Are there any other NASCAR or Formula One racers that you really want to get on the show or just other people that you think would make great characters?
1: Well, where do we start? I mean, I think, you know, a lot of times it's like you know we're working on a script and a character is in the script, and that's what kind of makes us think. Gee, Jane Leeds would be perfect for the Queen of England, you know, or, yeah. you know, or uh
3: well, we had a we had a character called Mr. McSnorter, which is a very funny pig, and we thought, let's ask Dan Oswald maybe he'll. Do, and Of course. He, he said yes, and he, he's a, he's the perfect mix Yeah,
1: so you know there, there's there's like a lot of uh, there's some British comedians that you know that we brought in that uh, aren't so well known here like Peter Sarafinowitz. Yeah, but real an amazing talent, you know. Yeah. Uh, very popular in England, but uh, so there's that kind of thing it really kind of depends on the character we're writing for. Right. You know.
0: Right. Once once you've got the actor in the place though, so, you know, like Jay is the announcer do you write to jay at that point or are you still writing for the character
3: well you know with with jay we're really writing for the character but in working with an actor you begin to notice certain stylistic things they do and as a writer we start writing toward that yeah so jay jay does love to ad-lib and and we love for him to ad-lib but now we're starting to you know play with it a little bit more and we're we're starting to throw a little a few more ad-libs
1: in his dialogue. nice I, I, I love it when he ad-libs I mean he just adds so much personality yeah um, yeah Nathan Lane was like that when I worked with him doing Timon he that would be pages there would be words written on the page but he would just He'd say just you know I'm them. gonna try a little twist on this <laughs>
0: yeah. um, mark I understand that you have a, uh, a a bit of a professional history with hot dogs
3: Oh, yes. I worked, in a, I worked in a hot dog restaurant in San Francisco called the Noble Frankfurter. Yeah. And I still dream about cooking hot dogs. And I love hot dogs. <laughs> and so it's just really funny <laughs> that, of course, Mickey's first words were hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> and so you can tell I'm living in a dream, you know, land that I get to work in the hot dog hills every day now.
0: Did you have any influence on the hot dog dance?
1: <laughs> well, no, actually, well, funny enough, we, uh, it, th- that was that came about because Mickey's first words were "hot dog," yeah. you know, in 1928 or yeah. yeah, and uh, so uh, and the the we we happened to mention that to uh, they might be giants who wrote the song, and uh, and and they came up with the the whole hot dog, you know, dance idea. Yeah. It was it was great. I mean, that's how that kind of came about. yeah. You know, we just mentioned, hey, just... well, Mickey's first words were hot dog," so maybe you could do something with that. And, with it. <laughs> and, and, and now... it's now like, you know, millions of kids, hot dog <laughs> fans, you know, yeah. on, on YouTube. It's just, I love it. So your your first animated
0: reel, I heard, was a hot dog jumping into a bun. You worked on... That
1: was out my a... very
0: first...
3: Was, in, that a, was, was that a student project? Yeah, that was when I was in art school, okay. uh, learning about animation. And yeah. the first one was... a. a a uh, hot dog, uh, running away from a bun. <laughs> so you started off
0: with a hot dog. You worked in a hot dog restaurant. You worked. There was the hot dog dance with Mickey. Now you're in Hot Dog Hills. Is there something we should be concerned about? <laughs> I
1: don't think so. Don't think so. <laughs> just a, just a
0: healthy respect for hot dogs. Is that what it is? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right.
1: You might need to eat a little healthier. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my diet is (laughs) (laughs) much more since my uh,
3: art school days. (laughs) Um,
0: Both of you have a history with Disney Television, going all the way back to you know Ducktales and Gummy Bears and Rescue Rangers, Um, and you've worked on a lot between that then and now. And that I think gives you both this an incredible amount of insight and a unique perspective into not only the industry but the company too, because you worked for the same company for so long. Mm I'm wondering what in what ways the uh things I guess you can interpret that as much as you want, and what way things have changed from then
1: till now and during
0: your careers I mean aside from maybe the obvious like what what tools you can use to animate
1: well, it used to be like four guys sitting in a room drawing funny cartoons and making each other laugh and and now it's a it's you know there's lots of divisions and uh you know. There's many, many divisions in Disney that uh, that now help hone a show. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know. We used to just. You know. I think Gummy Bears started with. You know. Hey, there's a package of Gummy Bears. <laughs> you know. You know. Like it, it looks kind of Bavarian. Let's make these bears. You know, living in kind of a Snow White kind of. Uh, you know. Townhouse thing. <laughs> so, but, and also, the, our shows
3: now really influence a lot of different areas of the of the uh, community. I mean, we're doing you know episodes, we're doing uh, games, video games, online games, short, short, you know, short form, just a few minutes,
1: short form. Yeah. yeah, we do longer episodes sometimes. Yeah, so it you know from four, four guys five. in a room, it takes now a village to yeah. make a show. So,
0: is is yeah. that? Uh, Creatively, when you're, you're jumping around between working on like a half hour television script or maybe a short that's going to go online or you're working on something else that might be a, you know, a feature length directed DVDs, is that is that challenging in a good way for you or does it sometimes just get frustrating because you have to constantly shift mindsets in how you're working?
3: Oh, no, I, it yeah. definitely keeps us
1: on our toes.
3: Yeah, yeah. We, we look forward to all these challenges.
1: Yeah, I mean like to tell a story in like 2 minutes compared to, you know, you have a 90 minute, you know, or a 70 minute, yeah. you know, DVD or I mean a, a you know, like feature that uh, that they want to air. I, it, those are different stories, you know. Yeah. So with the longer story, you can play a little more with heart and personality and, you know, and uh, emotion. Yeah. The little short ones, you know, are just fast and funny. Yeah. You know? so, <laughs> so it's it's and we've done a all you know we've yep. worked on all of those kind of uh you know uh formats yeah so uh it's no it's fun it's, it changes things up you know we get to use different parts of our brain
3: sure so.
0: sure sure um rob i read that one of your first jobs was as an animator on uh bakshi's lord of the rings what was that like as, <laughs> as being such a you know young animator at the time
1: it was fun oh i had a blast i mean you know it was it was a lot of fun because uh uh, it, it seemed like you know everybody on the crew was like twenty, you know? <laughs> so uh, so we just had a blast. We were always working and you know uh, and you know drawing orcs and you know this was like you know it, it was a different kind of animated film. It was, uh, yeah, you know it, it was you know the books that we knew as kids that we loved, you know, and then uh, you know animating Gandalf and Frodo. And, uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. We had a great time. I learned a lot about animation because we were working with uh, rotoscoping for some of the shots, mm-hmm. which is basically frame by frame looking at photographs and and how someone would move and then taking those movements and putting a little more kind of cartoon into it. Yeah. Um, it was fun. It was a great project.
0: Can you also talk a little bit about your experiences on uh, Return of the Jedi and Wrath of Khan, what you did on those films?
1: Oh, uh, well, that was just, you know, that was just so much fun. I mean, that was, a lot of fun. You know, because, I, mean, this, I mean, this is the days before before computers, Jamie. I'm old. You know, so, you know, so, so basically, they you know, they built models and blew them up, you know, yeah. with high-speed cameras shooting it. So they would just calm, kind of calmly announce, you know, we're, we're blowing up Jabba the Hutt's barge outside. If anybody wants to watch, you know, we'd be like, yeah, let's go see let's blow up Jabba the Hutt's barge. You know, and there's this 20-foot, you know, model, beautiful, detailed model that they're like, OK, well, we better get it because there's only one one take, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and they they'd start up the high speed cameras and and just, you know, OK, three, two, one, you know, boom. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it, unbelievable. Would, it would yeah. blow up. But then you'd see it in dailies and see it in slow motion blowing up and it would be so cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, uh, and you know, all the costumes were there and all the, you know, Jabba the Hutt himself was there, you know, in. <laughs> and all of his foamy goodness. <laughs> and uh, it was great. I, I had a lot, a lot of fun. The speeder bikes were there, taking goofy pictures on speeder bikes and things. It was fun.
0: Yeah. What were you doing? What, was your, what, what were you responsible for? Oh, I, I, it was animation, yeah. doing
1: special effects animation. You know, you, everything from Ewok arrows to spaceship shadows to laser beams and lightsabers. The Lightsabers were the most fun, yeah. you know, because uh, everybody wanted to do lightsaber scenes.
0: <laughs> How far it's come. But, the technology. Yeah. Oh, man. Now, I don't know if you. I don't know if you've seen Rogue One yet, but how far it's come.
1: I have not. I'm dying it to. It yeah. just opened. Yeah. yeah I, saw, well, I saw. it last night. The, uh, the, uh, the special effects. It's the company effects. screening tomorrow. I'm trying to. I, I'm so busy at work that I keep forgetting to, you know, sign on to yeah. to see the screening tomorrow. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, yesterday was Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Today is Mickey and the Roadster Racers. Tomorrow.
3: Oh, I would say more Mickey and the <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: Tomorrow, yeah. I think for the next couple of years of tomorrow, there'll so, you know, <laughs> yeah. be more Mickey and the Roadster Races. I hope, anyway. walk well, on wood. And, yeah. and, and we have you. lots of stories to tell. <laughs> yeah, we do.
0: Yeah, well, we're looking forward to them. I've seen the first few episodes, and we love them. My son loves them. And uh, I can't, oh, oh, great. can't wait to go on the ride with you guys. So,
1: oh, Rob oh, and well. Mark, Yeah, we, did, we just screened it for a couple of uh, classrooms full of kids. And uh, that was the first time I had really heard kids react to like the gags on screen and, and uh you know big like, whoa and you know that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah. which really made my heart you know feel How so bad. good they How were bad. they were
3: howling with laughter it was so much fun, uh,
0: it fun. it's got to be so rewarding so gratifying to finally see that yeah oh, it yeah. really
1: is yeah. it really is i can't wait for it to premiere yeah it's yeah. gonna be great
0: Rob, Mark, thank you guys so much for your time. It's an absolute pleasure. Really looking forward to uh, just going on the ride, and I want to get my own little transforming roads to race. actually. <laughs> I can Me, me too.
1: I can't wait for I've, I've I've heard word that uh, that they're going to be they will be transforming. So uh, I'm, I'm very excited. And someday maybe they'll build an actual car that we could drive. <laughs> that would be that would be amazing. driving transforming cars. Yeah. I see it. The future.
0: I call the uh, the, the, the bathtub one. Though. That'll be mine.
1: Yes, <laughs> yeah. that, that's the publisher. I love. It. Thank, thank you
2: guys so much. Okay, so with uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse being, you know, it's, it's off the air, they're not making it anymore, what do you suppose is going to happen to the Mickey Mouse, like that, the, rat, the Disney Junior Live on stage? The whole premise of it is that it's Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. <laughs> I don't know if you've been to it.
0: That's a good point. I didn't even think about it. That. But that's at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, Does that I mean, even that, still exist? Like, uh, do they? Yeah, didn't they? They, <laughs> they may have closed that down. I don't that know.
2: May already be roped up. But I mean, that was a really great. I don't know if you have you been to it? The, the, the it's, live it's on. It's the stage. one with tickets, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Because they did all the shows, so I'm sure that. The, I'm, I'm
2: sure that, that exactly, show. But I mean, the premise of it is that it's a Mickey Mouse Clubhouse episode. Do you know what I mean? They call uh, Toodles yeah. down and. Oh, toodles!
0: Yeah, there's no toodles. There's no toodles in um, Roads to Racers, oh, at you. least that I've seen. <laughs> but that show at Disney, um, the at, at, at Hollywood Studios, mm-hmm. that also incorporates. Unless yes, I'm thinking Jake of something. Yeah, Jake the Neverland.
2: And- yeah,
0: it's all the different shows. So I'm sure, like whenever they have new shows, like um, Elena, yeah, um, they're gonna re- change the show up. Probably That'd to be add in new character.
2: I mean, Hollywood Studios is going to be all about Star Wars in the near future, yeah, anyway. So, but
0: you, but you know, I mean, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is not gone. They're still showing right. it. They're just not making new episodes. Oh, no.
2: They're 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 totally
0: going to milk that for all it's worth Absolutely. forever. <laughs> I mean, they've got they've got dozens, if not hundreds, of episodes at this point.
2: Yeah, so. and they put out like DVD, they Like they actually sell a DVD of it, and it has like four episodes on it. And they'll sell that one DVD ten bucks. Here you go, bam! Four episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing! I they Disney. know what they're doing. <laughs> they <And> do. <don't. laughs> you think you think they're a you know multi million, if not they're a billion dollar company. I'd say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think they were? You think they were big?
0: They're going places. They're going All places. Right. They're 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 one to watch. <laughs> Keep your eye on that that, that Disney guy. He's a uh, he's he's he knows what he's doing. That Walt,
2: <laughs> I think he has something going on. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at the GBB Podcast. Leave us a tweet or a facebook message or something let us know that you're listening let the people on our show know that you're listening and we love hearing from you we love conversing that's what i'm gonna say we love conversing with conversating with
0: you like conversating <laughs> with you <ya. Yeah.
2: laughs> and i am justin at 140 justin c i'm
0: jamie at the robot
2: if we will see you next time right here i'm a great thing, beautiful i'm gonna try to be like neil degrasse Tyson. Great, big, beautiful podcast. I can't do it.
0: (laughs) Take care, guys.
3: This podcast has been a production of the Geek Dad Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this content, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash geekdad.